we crack codes, we break molds It's all gold, it's so cold, it's no hoes What's up everybody, my name is Jeremy Duran and this is the No Holds Podcast and before we kick it off, um, I just want to send a shout out to Cheryl's Diner. If you haven't been there, man, you're missing out on some great food, some great service, so go ahead, when you have time, go check it out, I guarantee you, you won't be disappointed. We'll go ahead and get started and I just want to welcome Miss Kaylee Johnson, how are you doing today, ma'am? Good, how are you? Very good, very good. good. Excited for this one for sure, you know, um, her husband was on here, Micah. If you haven't seen that one, go yeah, check sure. that one out too. Sure. It's awesome, super awesome. Yeah. Um, simple questions, favorite color? You know, James asked me this earlier and I'm like, for some reason it popped in my head yellow. Yellow. Sunshine, happy, I don't know. No, that, that's good, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. It's a good color. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, favorite food? Italian food. Italian food. Anything Italian. Nice. Carbs, Italian, <laughs> pasta. Nice. No, 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 that, that's good. Mm. I, I like Italian food. I'm real big on Italian food. Pizza, pizza, anytime. Yes. I always tell my kids I have a second stomach for pizza. <laughs> Pizza's like, always all good. The time. Oh, yeah. One thing you want to change in your life this year? Wow. Um, be more intentional. Mm. Um, yeah. Not just in like my personal, like my time with God, being more intentional, but like with my kids and my relationships. Sometimes I feel like um, relationships you make can be like, there's a face, you know? Yes. Yeah. And it's not really intentional. Like you're not really getting to that deeper level of a relationship. It's mm -hmm. just like, hey, how are you? Good, how are you? And that's where we leave it, yeah. you know? No, that's good. That's I good. like that. That's real good. Um, the. Uh, best advice you've ever received? Best advice. Read your Bible. <laughs> Read your Bible. Seriously. Uh, I mean, obviously we know there's so so much in the Bible yeah. that, you know, can just better your life all around, but mm -hmm. it's probably the best. No, that's, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> the best. Can't go wrong with that. For sure. no. no. What about the worst advice? Oh. Um, do what makes you happy. I think that's so over overdone i mean mm -hmm. obviously we all want to be happy you know but yeah um i feel like there's a selfish aspect to that like you have to think about others and you have to think about what god's plan is for you not just how is my flesh feeling right now oh yeah you know mm -hmm. so no that's so good yes um if you can go back and talk to your teenage self what advice would you give her mm, that's good um don't care so much about what people think um, or don't stay with that guy because you feel like you have to. You're young, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like when you're in high school, you think these boyfriends that you have or these relationships you have are like lifelong and most of the time they're not. And yeah. uh, there's so much more to learn when you're yeah. still young. So just... No, definitely. Be yourself that, yes, and be chase yourself. God, you know? <laughs> That's so good, yes. How would you want your loved ones to remember you? As a loving person. Um, as somebody that really cared and really um, loved like Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe that's like cliche to say, but really, like, I just really hope that the people that are truly in my life know that I am 
a caring, loving person, and I would do anything for the people in my life. And so. No. Yeah, that's that's good. I do like that. that. Um, this is the, only the second time I've asked this question. Last time I asked it, it was kind of difficult, but and it is kind of a I'm difficult. Why are you going to do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do like it though. Um, would you rather be at war with yourself and at peace with the world? Or at war with the world and at peace with yourself? I think that sounds a little selfish, but I think I'd rather be at peace with myself. Because, I mean, I feel like to an extent we are constantly at war with the world. Yeah. You know, it's a constant mm-hmm. battle every day trying to find the peace. Yeah. You know, there's always something that's offset yeah oh yeah that you might not agree with or that you know is trying to pull you this way or that way but if you're you're at peace with yourself and who you are in christ then i feel like life's a lot easier no no that's because then you're at home and that's your own little world you know if Mm -hmm. you're at peace here and my kids are good my husband's good everything's good there then (laughs) there you go i don't know what else really matters (laughs) no that's good yeah i love it i love that that's good um what type of friend are you or if I were to, let's say, if I were to go and ask your best friend or some the people you hang out with, what would they tell me? I or think, what would you think they I would think, think I'm a good friend. Um, I definitely go to great lengths for my friends. Um, I feel like they know that they can call me whenever they need to. Mm. Um, I definitely don't judge. And I'm not going to tell your secrets to anybody. Yeah. Um, Going back to the intentional thing, I feel like a good friend is somebody that you can really talk to and tell everything to. And I hope my friends feel that way with me. Um, and just know that I love them because I do. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, there may be things that I don't agree with that they do, but I don't, I'm not going to sit there and condemn them about it, you know. Mm-hmm. So. No, that's good. Hopefully that's how my friends yeah. feel. Well, that's good. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they'll watch this and. Yeah, I'll have to ask him. I agree. Uh, Who is your hero and why? Honestly, my husband. Um, If you've ever met Micah, he's just, he's a really awesome guy. Oh, yeah. Um, To his core, he is humble. He is sweet. He is full of Jesus. And every day when I talk to him, he's just got something else that blows me away, you know? It just, like, encourages me to do better. Yeah. No, that's good. That's so good. I'm like, yeah. that sounds so cheesy. <laughs> I'm like going to cry <laughs> telling you that, but really. No, he, he is definitely, man, he is. He's just like on good. fire yeah. and it's so encouraging. And and just to see him whenever he was around, you know, the kids, mm-hmm. like he's all about the Like it's, yeah. it's so awesome just to see that, you know. He I loves love it. being yeah. a dad. If it was up to him, we would have like 10 kids. <laughs> he Dang loves it. him. Yeah. <laughs> so where were you born? Where are you from originally? I was born in Amarillo, Texas. Uh, my mom grew up in Plains, and her and my dad met at South Plains. Okay. And my dad was in the military <clears throat> um, up until I was 15. Um, so my parents got divorced when I was five. Mm. Um, we stayed in the Canyon Amarillo area up until second grade when I moved here. Okay. So I've been here. Ever since life. <laughs> and um, so were you, I'm guessing you were with your mom the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, my dad was stationed um, a lot of the time up by Temple and like Fort Hood and stuff. And then um, 
the latter part, he was actually in Syracuse, New York. So he actually got um, honorable discharge when he hurt his back. Um, he fell off a tower, and so he got discharged. But um, I was 15, and I did go to live with him in Amarillo for only about six months. Um, I wanted to try it out, you know. Yeah. And, and that's kind of where, you know, just getting into high school years and getting my driver's license and stuff, I kind of dabbled in some things and try to push the limits and push the boundaries, you know, and try to figure out where all that was. And with him having not really been around, it was like a new thing to yeah. try, you know, try those boundaries. And, and so that's kind of where I got started in like partying and, you know, stuff like that. So in, the, in the Andrews area? In Amarillo. I mean, a Amarillo, mm -hmm. sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for Amarillo. only about six months. And it's, mm. I mean, you can imagine the difference between Seminole and Amarillo. Amarillo is a yes. much bigger school. Oh, yeah. And so it was easy for me to, like, skip school or, you know, and mm. my dad wasn't really sure what he was doing because it was all new to him and I'm a teenage girl and, you know, yeah. it was, uh, it was a ride for a little bit. <laughs> So my mom was like, I think you better come home. And I'm like, I think you're right. So yeah. Yeah. that's what I did. Man, um, so it's a, the transition, you know, you said you were in second grade when you moved here. Like, mm -hmm. how was that for you, if you can remember? <clears throat> so I really don't remember a whole lot of it. I do remember being very sad um, because I did have a lot of friends over mm -hmm. there. Looking back now, I don't even remember those people, but... I mean, it was kind of hard initially. Um, my grandparents lived across the street from us my whole life. And so we were there a lot. My mom uh, went to dental hygiene school when I was young. And so we were with them a lot. Mm. Um, they both actually passed away when I was in high school. No, okay. My senior year and then just the year after. So. And brothers, sisters? I have one brother. One He's brother. three years younger than me. And is he here in Seminole? Also? He's in Lubbock. Well, Petersburg now. It's a little small oh, town. Oh, Petersburg. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know where that's at. Yeah, most Petersburg people is. don't. So. Yes. Well, but we, he's, um, um, he's military too. And oh, nice. He does good. He yeah. actually just signed on with the Midland Fire Department. So, hey. so somebody driving yeah. over there for a bit. Wow. Oh, he's going to be driving from mm -hmm. Petersburg. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. Yeah, that is a, that is a, a drive. A little bit of a drive. It's yeah, a drive. so... Who knows, they may end up deciding to move there or yeah. something else might happen. So why Seminole? Why did your mom decide let's move to Seminole? Just because my grandparents. Oh, yeah, your grandparents. And uh, then she was a dental hygienist here for 13 years. <clears throat> so, uh, but the main reason, I think, was my grandparents. Mm. She was very close to her, to her dad. Gotcha, yeah. So during that time, the, the divorce, like... Um, did you and your dad have a, a really good relationship, or was it kind of It kind of wasn't, because just, uh, he was so far away, you know, and so he would call, but my mom kept us pretty busy, you know, young kids were busy with sports and yeah. school and, you know, just a bunch of activities, and so um, we really didn't see him that much, especially when he was in New York, that's uh, pretty far to go with mm. the kids, so... Um, but my grandma did live in a small town called Groom, right outside of Amarillo, and she still does live there. So she would take his weekend sometimes, and we would go with her. And oh, okay. me and my grandma are very close. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, me and my dad do have a close relationship. He actually lives in Amarillo, or Groom, mm. same. And um, so we, actually, when I started to have 
when I first had Noah is when we started getting closer. Okay. He wanted to be a part of his grandkids' life, yeah. you know, so. No, that's good. Yeah, it's always good to have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, during your school years, how was that? Um, how were you during school? Were you a good kid, bad kid? Like, before you moved to... Before to I went to, to Amarillo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, when I went to Amarillo... I think that right before I went to Emerald, I was about 15. Um, I was a little boy crazy, to be honest. <laughs> um, I thought I had to have a boyfriend all the time. All the time. Uh, that's kind of where I found my identity, okay. you know, in someone else and yeah. trying to find my happiness there, um, which now I know was not it. <laughs> um, but. At 15, I actually was in a relationship, in an abusive relationship. Um, I was with him for a year and a half. I never told my mom. And I actually never told my mom until very recently. Okay. Um, and so uh, that changed me a lot. I, after that relationship, I stayed with him so long because I, I felt like I had to. You know, I felt like he would hurt me or hurt my family or, you know, just... Yeah irrational things and um so when i finally decided to leave that i became a controlling person i felt like i had to control every aspect of my life because i couldn't do that before yeah. you know and so um i think that played in a lot into who i was later on um up until the last couple of years mm. i felt like i had to control everything yeah and um it was hard. It was really hard. And I, I feel like it just um, pushed me more into trying to find happiness in other people, you know? Yeah. When now I realize I should have just chased God. And I was exposed to God, um, exposed to church and all of that from an early age, but we didn't go like consistently, you know, it was like Easter Sunday, Christmas, oh, yeah. you know, and may, we might have gone for like a couple of months and then it's like, well, the kids are tired or, you know, yeah. it's oh, yeah. easy to just not. Mm -hmm. And so no blame or anything on my mom. She was, she did great. She was a single mom my whole life up until yeah. she just got married like a week ago. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, nice. she did. So she's really well, congratulations, happy. Congratulations mom. Super happy oh, for yeah. her. Um, but yeah, I, I just didn't take it serious enough, you know? Yeah. And, um, like, how was it when you decided, Hey, I, I it's time, it's time for me to leave. Was yeah. it just something that you thought of on your own? Was it, uh, maybe the friends that you had or. So when I told my friends, um, a lot of them didn't really believe me. I, and I didn't tell that many. So the thing about abusive relationships is they're very controlling. And so you can't talk to anybody, can't look at anybody, you can't, you know, even if it is a girl. Yeah. And um, those are huge warning signs. Like, mm -hmm. when I talk to younger girls now, I'm like, hey, that's a red flag. You know, if they say you can't hang out with this, this, this person, if you can't text this person, you know, yeah. that's not okay. Mm -hmm. um, if they say you can't go certain places, even like in family events, they don't want you going to family events, they don't want to go with you to family events, like, that's mm -hmm. huge, you know? Yeah. And so, um, trying to tell my friends, it didn't, I mean, they didn't really, 
they just didn't really see it. I do remember one time, I don't know if you'll remember this or if they did it when you were younger, but sometimes people would come to the high school and like do meetings and they would talk about like being in abusive relationships or stuff like that. Mm, I think, yeah, I or like, like maybe other abuse instead yeah. of just physical, you know. And um, one of my friends looked at me like, is that happening to you? And I'm like, that's what I've been trying to tell you, you know. And so when I decided to leave, um, he would call me really awful names. And I just remember crying just all the time, just crying. And I'm like, I'm tired of you saying that to me. I'm not that person, you know. And um, so I just remember one day I was actually on a bus going to some football game or something on a cheer bus and I think it was cheer camp actually I was going to be gone for a couple of days and I was like you know what I'm done and I don't want to be with you anymore and I'm not going to take this anymore and I blocked his number and I didn't talk to him and then after that I moved to Amarillo oh okay yeah and so it gave me a little bit of a hiatus I guess to just like take that break Mm -hmm. and then when I came back of course he always just acted like nothing ever happened. Mm. I feel like being in a small town, it was easier to not say anything to anybody because I didn't want it to be made into this huge deal of either like you're a liar or... Mm. Oh, she just wants attention. Yes, exactly. Or like um, the opposite side of that and him get like bashed and taken. You know, I didn't want anybody hurt like I was being hurt. Yeah. And... um, so I just left it alone, and I didn't really talk to him anymore. It was just, it just got left at that. Um, but my desire for love and attention and all that didn't change. Um, I still went from boy to boy to boy trying to find happiness. Yeah. It was that the reason why you moved was because of that? <clears throat> that was part of it. Um, I wanted to kind of get a feel of what it would be like with my dad because I'd never had that with him, you know. Um, So, but it definitely was a good incentive to, you know, take that break Mm -hmm. and not have to think about it or talk about it. Yeah. I feel like in the past, that's how I've always dealt with trauma and stuff. It's just like, don't look at it. Don't think about it, you know. And so. It just makes it worse. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it it does. It makes it worse. Yes, it does. And what about, like, his family, like, the boyfriend, so, did, did you um, ever try reaching out to them? Or They actually caught <coughs> on to it pretty quick. Um, I didn't tell them, but they would have conversations about it, and I could hear them having conversations about it. But they never came out to me and said, like, I know this is happening, it's wrong, you need to leave, or, you know, anything. Um, I do remember a couple of times them seeing him push me, and he was kind of that way with them, you know, mm. just very angry, very aggressive. Um, yeah punch walls, break things, you know. Um, But no, they never, never said anything. Hmm. Yeah, it it sucks, you know. I mean, Mm -hmm. because for sure, if I were to see my son doing that to a woman, I'm like, seriously, no, I got to say something, you know. Definitely not. And 15 years old, like, that's. Yes. That's so young, and that could be so damaging, you know? Oh, yes, like. Mm-hmm. For sure. To that, not only me, but to him too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that he could be that way for the rest of his yes, life. And, and, and he's moved off somewhere now. I don't know where he is, but. Yeah. No, I can definitely see, yeah, damaging, damaging on both sides. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that 
glad you said something moved on you know yeah and, yeah exactly yeah. and i i had to learn to forgive him mm. you know and that was hard yeah and breaking off that um that hold yeah yeah because I, I do know people that have been in similar relationships mm-hmm. you know and it's just to me i'm like why like mm-hmm. why and why are you still there yeah. you know it's, to me now that's what it is it's like why yes, yeah. why didn't you just leave to begin with mm-hmm. you know i think it has a lot to do with insecurity yeah i, I can mm-hmm. see that yeah and identity just like mm-hmm. you're talking about for yeah. sure you know i mean you're just so attached and mm-hmm. you don't know what else to do because right. of uh, the words you know yeah words are so powerful mm-hmm. speak life and death for sure mm-hmm. and yes and the the world that we live in is like mm either encouraging or not encouraging, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. so it's hard when you feel like you're already alone. It's like, mm. what do I do? And you yourself don't even really like yourself. So it's like, gotta, how do I get out of yeah. this? <laughs> let, me just, let me just go find somebody mm-hmm. else and see maybe they'll treat me better. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Um, was that, like, I guess your idea was to move to Amarillo, or did your dad maybe mention it, saying, hey... He always had mentioned, like, I feel like when you're older, then we'll, you can come live with me, and, you know, I was a daddy's girl when I was younger, when he was around, before they were divorced, and, you know, she mm. wasn't on base anymore. Um, so, I was all for it, and my dad definitely was, and... Yeah. So, um... And what about your brother? Did he move too, or was he... <clears throat> no, he didn't. He never did live with my dad. Uh... Up until he was two or three, but after that, no. No, just mm-hmm. stay with mama. Yeah, yeah, he was a mama's boy. He still yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. So how was that moving to like you know going from this school to Amarillo? Um, it was a culture shock. Oh, a <laughs> huge culture shock. Yes. <laughs> like yes. What uh, what school did you go to? I went to Tascosa. Tascosa. Mm-hmm. And so and just the fact that it's so big, like. It looks like a college. Mm. It's huge. And so figuring out classes and, you know, still being insecure in myself and just getting kind of lost in the sea of people. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I made friends pretty quickly. Not to say they were the right ones. but <laughs> Yeah, no, it is definitely a culture <clears throat> shock. If you, if you don't leave Seminole yes. like, and go to Amarillo, because mm-hmm. I've, I've lived in Amarillo maybe a couple months, six mm-hmm. months, something like that back when I after I graduated and yes it's I love Amarillo no oh, you like it I do yeah I even now I'm like I could live there I don't know if I can live there again mm-hmm. but I mean it is different for sure yeah you see all sorts of people there you mm-hmm. know and and if you're not used to that yeah I can yeah take, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no um and you did you graduate from over there no I came back Oh, you said six months, year? right? Yeah, I only was That's there right. six months. So I came back beginning of my junior year, maybe, into my sophomore year. Um, yeah. So. Finished out here. Um, went to college for a little bit. Was in a three-year relationship from high school to college. My um, two years in college, uh, me and the guy I was with there broke up. Um, I decided... He said he didn't want to get married, didn't want to have kids. I decided I did. That's, um, if you know me, I love being a mom. And that's my passion in life is to be a mom Mm. and a wife. And so um, I said, I can't do it if you can't do it. And at that point, I still wasn't following God. I was going to church off and on. You know, I knew who God was. I prayed when I felt like it, you know. 
said I was a Christian, wasn't really walking it out, was still mm. partying, stuff like that. Um, met Noah's dad, and uh, we had a very short relationship. He said he wanted kids. I was like, all right, let's have a kid. Again, with the identity thing, thinking, I'm not kidding you. My thought at 20 years old was, Noah will love me, and he can never leave me. Isn't that sad? Like, I felt like I needed to have a kid to have somebody to love me who would never leave me. Yeah. Because I didn't know who I was. Mm. Then there's a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it, yeah. it could be tough for sure, yes. And it's really sad. And so um, that didn't work out with his dad. Um, there was no foundation in the beginning. You know, we didn't know each other. Yeah. And, um so and how old were you? How old were you? Is it 20? I was 20 when I got oh. pregnant with Noah. Um, 21 when I had him. And then um, I moved home. I was going to college in Lubbock when I got pregnant um, and finished my um, associates in child development. And then I moved home with my mom to have Noah. And then um, still not really sure who I was, wasn't really, at that point, I was like, well, now I don't have a relationship, now I'm single again, might as well go party some more, you know, so that is what I did after I had Noah, and uh, my mom helped me the first couple of months with Noah a lot, Yeah. Um, and then I started working at Cheryl's (laughs) seven years ago, Um, and that's where I met Micah. When uh, Noah was seven weeks old. Yeah. Wow. Cheryl's Diner. <laughs> That's where it all began. <laughs> Cheryl's Diner. Yes. Yeah. No, what, what made you want to start working there? Was it just a job opening? So, that, yeah, that I was had? really just hopping around. And one of my friends told me, hey, uh, Cheryl's is hiring. And I was like, okay, I got to get a job. I got to get out of my mom's house, you know. And so um, I walked in. Cheryl said, yeah, can you start tomorrow? I said, I sure can. And so I got, uh, Noah was going to, at the time, South Seminole had a daycare. And oh, he yes. was going there. Yes. And so. So ha- who uh, who said, who spoke first? You or Micah? <laughs> who made the first move? So Micah used to work for um, his grandpa, Dale Johnson. And Dale and a couple, probably about five other older men used to come in to Cheryl's every morning and drink coffee. And so um, Micah would come too. And one day, Micah wasn't there for some reason. And Dale said, have you met my grandson, Micah? And I said, no, I don't know who that is. I was, you know, trying. I'm like, I'm not interested in anybody right now. I'm kind of just doing my own thing. And he's like, well, he thinks you're really pretty. I said, Dale, I have a son. And he goes, he doesn't care. (laughs) And I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't think anything about it. And then uh, Micah came in the next day. And I guess Dale had told him that he talked to me. And so Micah came up. And he talked to me for two weeks straight before he asked me for my number. (laughs) He was very, um, I don't know that he was shy, but he was very like. And respectful? Yes, he was. Even the first time uh, he kissed me, he's like, can I give you a kiss? And I'm like, sure. You know, he was very respectful. Um, He's a very sweet guy. Yeah. I actually uh, wrote my phone number on a ticket pad, and so we have that at our house. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that was all old school. <laughs> <coughs> so, no, yeah, that, that's awesome. And he actually, um, 
it was so weird to me because I never had guys have an interest like Micah did. It was more like intentional, like he wanted to know who I was. Yes. And so um, we would ask the questions like, what's your favorite food? What's, you know, like we were doing earlier. And, and then like a week later, he's like, so there's this place, it's called Toonies, you want to go? And I'm like, Toonies? Nobody likes Toonies. Why would we go to Toonies? <laughs> he's like, well, it's the only Italian food place here. I'm like, that was really sweet. I didn't even think about that, you know? And so we went and had Toonies. And Noah went, well, I was going to back out. I was like, well, my babysitter backed out. And he's like, you're not backing out. He's like, bring Noah with you. And I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yes. And so I pulled up and he came and opened the door and got Noah out and, you know, was just super right off the bat. Yeah. Didn't blink, you know, didn't miss a step. No, and that's good. Um, especially because, you know, men, I guess, can get intimidated when they when they see a single mom, mm-hmm. you know, and or honestly, they, they just might, I just want one thing. Yes. And then just go from there. Exactly. And that's what I was used to, you know, just yeah. being like, this is a fling, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. it was so different with him, and so I was very thrown off by that. Yeah, and then and that's good. Like, I'm, <laughs> it is good, and I'm that's that's really like where all of it started of me finding myself, mm. because then I realized like there are people, not even just men, people who genuinely do care. Yes. You know, oh, they yeah. want to know who you are, and so um, when me and Micah first started dating. Um, Y'all, y'all might have seen his podcast, I don't know, but you know his story. And so when we first started dating, I was not aware that he had an addiction problem. Um, he didn't have an addiction problem when we were first dating. Uh, but we moved in together very quickly. Um, it was like two weeks. Um, yeah. Two weeks. <laughs> two yeah. weeks and moved in together. Um, so at first it was like he was living with his dad, I was living with my mom, and so it was like, we need to find a place. Well, at the time, there was nothing in Seminole, kind of like how it is now. There's nothing to rent. Um, and so I started looking on Facebook and stuff, and I found these trailers, and I was like, well, there's these. And we went and looked at them, and we're like, yeah, okay. So we moved in, and then three months, he proposed, and then ten months, we were married, you know, and kind of the same thing. It just very quick, didn't really know each other. Yes. Um, Still didn't know who I was. I know he didn't know who he was in Christ, you know. And so... um, And during that time, he didn't show any kind of signs? No, no. And so I was very naive anyway. Um, Living in Seminole, not really ever doing drugs myself. I just drank, you know. Um, And so I had no idea what even the first sign would be, you know. And But then I started to notice little things where he would have... He would not get angry but be more snippy Mm -hmm. and that's not like Micah you know and so I was like well that's weird what's going on there and then he started working with this crew and I knew these people and I knew what they did and so then I kind of started like having um thoughts of like well maybe he's doing something yeah what the the main thing that I caught on to was we use debit card for everything and one day he had cash in his wallet, and I was like, you have cash in your wallet. I just thought it was weird. And then everything started. Kind of I started, yeah, putting together. the pieces together and figuring stuff out. And honestly, after that, it was all a blur. Like, for the next couple of years, it was just going downhill. 
just straight into the ground. And um, I got right back to where I was before, not knowing who I am, trying to find happiness, trying to, you know, in all the wrong places, um, up until uh, 2019, when um, Micah started, you know, getting his side clean and figuring himself out. And I was still wanting to be with him. Obviously, we got pregnant with Riser. And um, I really wanted him to get it together. You know, I've always wanted that, but it just took, it can't be one-sided, you yes. know? Yeah. And so when he was off, I was off. And it just, I kind of depended on him. And um, finally I said, all right, I'm done depending on you. It, was, it goes back to that control thing, you know? I was trying to control everything. Yeah. And finally when I was like, all right, God, here you go. Then that's when it set everything off, like in the natural, in the spiritual, everything changed. Micah changed. He had his encounter with God. I changed. I had my own encounter with God. Um, I just, I literally couldn't, couldn't care about what Micah was doing anymore. I had to just pray for him. And that's where I was at. I was living with my mom. He was living with his dad. And I just said, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And so then when Micah did come around, um, so let me back up. I was still going to church. I wasn't partying and doing all the stuff. You know, I started, well, even when Micah was doing the things he was doing from, let's say, like 2015 to 2018, I was going to church. Um, I wasn't living how I should have been. Um, but I was still there, you know, I was still trying to fix that relationship and I could hear God so loudly saying, you have to cut everything off and focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. And I just fought it and fought it and fought it. So then when I finally stopped fighting it, then that's when everything changed. And, um, he, when Micah said that he was done, he was sober this time. I could see a change in him. And so I knew from that point, okay. And so I remember we were at, um, we used to have, I think it's Sunday nights when we had corporate prayer. Oh yeah. Or we were doing it very consistently. Um, And I just remember asking God like, okay, God, what do I do? We've been here before, you know? Do I trust that he's gonna do it? You know, he's gonna follow through with his side or what do I do? And God's like, do you trust me? I said, yes. He said, do you trust me with your finances? I said, yes. And he just got real quiet. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So I was like, all right, we'll just, I'll just trust God. I won't even think about Micah. You know, he, he says he's going to do the right thing. So I'm going to trust even Holy Spirit in Micah, you know, and just follow that. And so, um, we moved back in together in January of 2020. Um, and I held on to that promise. I mean, I wasn't working. Um, Micah was working, still doing great, you know, still running after God. Um, and our whole lives changed from there. I mean, our kids' lives changed, my life changed. It was just like, we're both going to run after God now, you know? And um, 
it's just really good. <laughs> really good stuff started happening after that. I mean, once we gave everything to him, it was just like the blessings and the favor and just, I mean, the stuff you just wouldn't believe. Yeah. Like, we moved into that house. He had just started working. He had uh, Christmas on the paycheck, and then he had, so it was like five, he had like $700. We needed like $1,000 to move in with the deposit in the first month's rent. And we talked to the lady, and she was like, no, we'll prorate it. That'll be fine. Y'all can move in. So we moved in, and we had nothing. His grandma gave us some stuff. So we had, like, a couple of pieces of furniture and stuff. And I was like, well, I don't know how we're going to turn on the electricity. I'm like, because you've run your electricity name to the ground, you know, and I don't have any money to do it. And so um, my... uh, I just put it in my name and I was like just hoping that they would accept it and yeah. not be charging us for something that I had in prior or whatever. And um, we ran off the previous persons for two weeks mm-hmm. and then one day it shut off. And I oh, was wow. like, I guess I have to call the electricity <laughs> company now. Yeah. And so I called them and they were like, okay, we'll get it turned on. I was like, you don't want any money? And they're like, no. That easy. Just that easy. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> and so we lived on that, and it was just like one thing after another just kept happening, and it's still happening. And yeah. so when um, Micah had to go in uh, October, so in August, um, Cheryl calls me, and she's like, hey, I really need you to come back to work. And I'm like, Mike is like, it's God, Kaylee, you need to do it. Because we had no idea when he was going to go. We thought we had time. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And so then, obviously, October came. And every month since then, I'm still living in the promise of, do you trust me with your finances? You know, every month it's been above and beyond what I could even hope or pray for. Yeah. And I can honestly say being faithful not only to God, but faithful to do my tithes and offerings, I do that, and he's always provided for it. So I that's, that's huge to me. Yes. Okay. Um, plug that in there, do your tithes and offerings. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it really works. I mean, God's system always works. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And um, But it takes, like, you giving it everything yes you have to give everything no i totally agree you got to give it all to god Mm -hmm. God, you got to you know i mean it is not about you you know it's not putting your trust in yourself or Mm -hmm. putting my trust in my spouse my wife it's god and that's how i always lived before Mm -hmm. if i would have stayed there where would i be Mm -hmm. you know yeah i wanted to kind of i know you were talking which no you're good Go you keep going but um at any time, any time, whenever you, you knew he was doing something wrong, and you said you had, you, you stayed with your mom, and he went and stayed with, I guess, his parents. Mm-hmm. Any time you say, okay, I'm done, mm-hmm. uh, let's get a divorce, uh, or was there anybody in your life that says, hey, just, just leave him already? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, plenty of people were like, you should just, I mean, all of my family was bridge burned, and yeah. that's a testimony in itself. Um yeah, I didn't even tell all of that. Yeah, I, I think Micah, I think he may have shared <laughs> some of it for sure. Micah probably did yeah. a little bit. We actually did get divorced. Um, and so Micah never wanted to let go. Mm-hmm. Even when we were divorced, it was like, 
when I would take the kids over, he's like acting like we're still together. You know, it was never like, I'm sorry, I couldn't get rid of him. <laughs> you know, it was like we, you're, we're together. And he yeah. always went back to the Bible. You know, we're one person now. We got married. We are still under covenant in God's eyes. He's like, I don't care what the court says. I don't care what the law says. We're married. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're crazy. You know. And um, but yeah, so. My mom and him did not have a good relationship, and rightfully so. I mean, there was very much hurt and very much, you know, anger and resentment. And, and um, so when I decided the last time to go back to be with him, um, she was very upset. And our relationship took a huge toll because of that. Um, and being a mom, I... I get it yes. and I told her I'm like I understand a hundred percent I'm like you can be upset with me I get it um, but so God just did a huge work I mean being on the podcast was huge because she got to she listened to his testimony and so from there it was just like small baby steps mm -hmm. you know and um, actually when in August uh, my mom had people renting my grandparents house and um she she uh i never said hey can we rent your house or yeah. you know that would make it easier for me or it would be a bigger living situation or you know whatever and i never said any of that but god put it on her heart to say do y'all want to rent the house from mm -hmm. us and so um of course that was another setup from god because yes. he knew you know mm -hmm. he knew what was going to happen to micah in a couple of months when we had no idea and so now that I actually do get to live with my mom, she helps me a lot through that. I mean, not live with her, but live yeah. in her house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so that's a that's a huge that's been a huge blessing in itself. No, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. that's but it's awesome. like God did that. Yes. You know, oh, yes. He restored that relationship. He restored our relationship. We're best friends. You know, and mm -hmm. so only God could have done that. Oh yeah, definitely. And I tell people that all the time that are in the position like that me and Micah were in where their families are just feuding even if it has nothing to do with addiction. It's just sometimes families do that and yes. I just try to encourage them like God can fix that. It may look like this is way too far gone. There's too much hurt, there's too much pain, but yeah. he can fix it any anything. Yeah. I totally agree. Amen to that. Yes. Yeah. Um kind of going back again. Okay. <coughs> when Micah said, okay, I am officially done, did you believe him right away? Or no. was it more like, <laughs> or like no, because you know, he did say, I mean, we had been there yeah. a few times, more than a few times. And uh, no, initially I didn't. Um, but then I, we actually went on a trip together or something after that. And I could just see the way that he was talking, the way that his, he was telling me he was having conversations with Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and I knew when you were under that oppression, yeah. that wasn't going to be happening. You know, I had never heard him talk like that before. And so, for me, it was having to just trust God in him, you mm -hmm. know. I knew that it was always there, and I knew that he, could, he had access to that anytime he wanted to. We yeah. all do. But it had to not just be Micah pursuing it but it actually like living it out you know what I mean and not just like showing 
look, 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 yeah. I'm reading my Bible. You know, it was the talk, the walk, the actions, everything. Yes. And so it did take a little bit of time. And that's why when I decided, because my mom wanted me to make a decision. She's like, you can't live here and, and be and, with him. Yeah. You know, at that point, they were still on awful ground. And so I just had to trust God on it. And when I heard, do you trust me? I'm like, okay, I do. So. And that changed it. It did. Yes. And I'm glad I did. I'm yes. glad I asked God because I would have been so confused and that's not from God. No. no. And who wants to live like that in mm -hmm. chaos? And it's agonizing, really. I mean, it's just like every day in and out. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Yes. And when you live in God, you don't have to do that. Yeah. And um, I'm pretty sure you probably even had two sides of friends. Some saying you need to stay and fight. <laughs> Some others saying... Okay, just leave already. I think it's really hard when um, you get people in the church involved because, I mean, obviously we are married, you know? And so it's like, fight till the end. Mm -hmm. And But then there is some people in the church who say, no, don't, you yeah. know? Um, you deserve better. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. I don't like that saying because if we really look at it, none of us deserve anything we have, you know? Jesus paid it all for us to get anything we have. Mm -hmm. And so um, I get where people feel that way because sometimes we feel like life's not fair. Yeah. But we can't grow if we don't get uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, that's true. If you don't put your whole trust in God and get uncomfortable about it, then you're just going to stay there. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. No, and... And I did, and it was hard, and I lost friends over it. Oh, I bet, yeah. I did. Which now, like I said, he can restore anything. And so yes. now it's, it's all good. Yeah. Everything's and, good. And you can have those friends who are for you or say they're for you. Right. And then go talk behind your back uh -huh. and yeah. talk something totally different, you yeah. know. And then, and then people in the church will do that too. <coughs> yes. Definitely. And that's and that's where I was talking about earlier about intentional relationships, you know. Like let's yeah. get real. Let's get raw. Mm -hmm. You know. I'll show you my wounds, you show me yours, yes. and let's pray about it, you yeah. know? And, th and that's good, because you want to open up to friends. You yeah. want to be able to share anything that's going on in your exactly. life, you know, and not be judged by any of right. it. But like you said, there are people in the church outside, it doesn't matter, mm -hmm. that are going to judge you no matter what. Right. Whether, and they'll keep bringing it up. They're like, yeah, she, she's about God now, but oh, but look at her past. Mm -hmm. Who cares yeah. about her past? And I had to overcome that so much. I had to just remember... I live for God, I don't live for them, yes. you know, yeah. because that can hold you back. Mm -hmm. It can make oh, yeah. you stay where you don't want to be. Yeah, and, and, and definitely, like, if you're a people pleaser mm -hmm. and you want everybody to like you, that was you're a people pleaser. Yes, yes, yeah. No. Yep. Yeah. Up until, like, really in, like, the last year, I've really grown and, like, evaluated myself and, you know, I, I can't care like that. You yes. know, I care about people. Mm -hmm. I can't care about their opinions of yes. my life. You yeah. know. Yeah, you don't. You don't want them making the you know the choices for right. you. Right. Exactly. Know? Yeah. And, and and I understand. You know, you do want you do want people helping you. You do want people for you and rooting right. for you, and you do want them to be happy. But then again, it's like, and I'm not here to make you happy. Mm -hmm. Like I'm here to make him happy. Exactly. And, and it's for his purpose. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. It, it, it is definitely hard being a people pleaser. I, I, 
I'm different, mm-hmm. you know, so, and, but I think at first I kind of was, I did want people to like me. Right. After a while, like you said, you just kind of grow from it mm-hmm. and you're like, you know what? If you don't like me, you're like, oh well. Yeah. Like, I'm still going to move on with my life. Right, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so no, that's, that's awesome. That's good. Yeah. That's good. But it took a long time. Yeah. And like, even at the diner, I have, you know, some of my regulars, they comment and they're like, you just know who you are. And I love that about you. And I'm like, it took a very long time to get here. Yeah. So. But there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. And I'm, I'm constantly growing even now. I mean, we all, that should be the goal. Yes. You should grow every day. Yeah. Every day. It should be growing in some kind of area. Yes. Yeah. So it, uh, yeah, whether it be it. spiritual or physical or emotional yeah. or whatever it is, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And what about now? How are you now with Micah being gone? Mm-hmm. You know, when, when he had left and, and stuff like that, and then knowing, okay, now he's not coming back till October. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. How does that make you feel? So um, the first day I was distraught. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to do this? And Mike is like, it's going to be okay, Kaylee. Again, he was, he's the rock. He really is um, because he's made God our rock, you yes, know? Yeah. And so he always reiterates that, like, God is going to take care of it. And he has this for a reason. Um, he's doing amazing things over there. I always just tell him, like, you're on a mission. You know, you're on a mission, and then you're going to come home. And so um, I definitely have hard days. Um, but... Compared to what this season should look like, what it looks like to people around me, I have had it so easy. Um, I have had so much favor and so many blessings, and um, it's gone quickly. Yeah. I mean, God has just made it, like, breeze by. I know. Like, whenever... uh, April. Yeah. Uh, We're we're in April. We're in April. It was in October. Yeah, and seeing Mm -hmm. the thing of it now is like, wow. Like, Mm -hmm. it's Yes, like yeah. he's doing so good. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, every day, I'm serious, every day is a testament to God's goodness. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just provided in ways I could have never imagined and put people in my life that, yeah. I mean, even with um, Micah being there and the people he's meeting, I'm meeting their wives. Mm-hmm. And so I'm becoming friends with like that side of it and I get to show them Jesus. And oh, yes, definitely. It's it's. It's been a blessing to me. It really has. Yeah. Um, it's been hard. And honestly, like, my kids have adjusted very well. Um, we just told them, like, if you make red choices in life, you have consequences for them. And that's where Dad's at right now. Even though God, uh, Dad has chosen to live for God and he's doing the right things now, he did make those choices before. And mm. if you make red choices, you have to sit in time out sometimes, you yeah. know? But he's, so. but he's doing a good thing there, yeah. too. Like, people yeah. just see, they may see, oh, he's in prison, he's mm-hmm. a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like, no. No. You have no idea no. who Micah is. Yeah. Like, he's, and, and that's the thing, too, is, like, people there see him, yes. you know, and they see Jesus in him, and oh, he's man, getting to yeah. be a light, and uh, there's souls being one for the kingdom and it's just i mean it really is a mission yeah you know of course he's he's it's not a vacation yeah <laughs> but yeah. he's uh he's serving his time well mm-hmm. yeah and, it, and it's good to hear that you know he encourages you as well yeah while he's still there yeah so that and that that's, that's he's very concerned thing. about me um he i didn't get to talk to him for a couple of days and he's like i was just looking at your picture praying for you and just you know he just is constantly encouraging me yeah. he's like you're such a Proverbs 31 wife. And, you know, he's always speaking life into me. And 
that helps me so much. Yeah. When I can't hear from him and hear those words from him, I have an awful day. Yeah. And, you know, of course I go to God too, but it's like having that, because we are one person. Mm-hmm. And so when I can feel him encouraging me, it just helps a lot. Yeah. Well, I just want to tell you, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Proud of you for being <laughs> a strong mom, Thank wife. You. You're, you're still, you continue going to church, you know, you're taking your kids. That's, that's awesome, you know. I, I'm pretty sure there's maybe days where you're like, man, I just don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want. I want to give up. But mm-hmm. no, like you keep doing it. Yeah. You know, and that's. Yeah, that's I awesome. feel like, <clears throat> obviously, I always want to grow my relationship with God, but mm-hmm. He has done so much for me. Like, why would I say I'm too tired today? I can't. You know, yeah. like He has done so much for me. I can give an hour and a half on Sunday. I can give an hour and a half on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to put my kids in the presence of God. Yes. Yeah. You know, especially in this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And you're also on the praise and worship team. Yeah. What uh, What made you want to do that? Was this something you've always had on your heart? Or? Um. So, if we're being honest, <laughs> initially I was still not really knowing myself. Um. I liked to be on stage. I liked the attention. I liked all the stuff. Um, I haven't told anybody this, so a little, <laughs> little secret here. Um, I actually have been praying about if that's where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Because I don't want, I don't want the attention. Mm-hmm. It is for God, you know. Yeah. I want to have my purest worship, and honestly, I don't feel like I have my purest worship on stage. Um, when we had our little circle worship night. Yeah. That that was pure worship, and that's where I want to be, you know, because God deserves that, and. That's what I want to give to him. And so that has been something I've been praying about. Um, But I love being on the worship team. It's their great group of people. um, And they do. They have a heart for God. No, no, that's good. Yeah, and and I know the feeling of just, yeah, you want attention. You want Mm -hmm. to be on stage. You want to be like, okay, look at me. Yeah, exactly. And that I'm like, oh, that's so embarrassing. (laughs) because But that's how I was, you know. And, and, um. I'm glad to not be there anymore, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but I actually started taking pictures too, and I really enjoy that because oh, now I get to witness pure worship. Mm. I get to see in the crowd. I get yeah. to watch people worship, and yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. No, it, it just, yeah. It's amazing when God takes that from you mm-hmm. and be like, you know what, God? I'm just going to love you. Yeah. I'm just going to worship you. Exactly. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. No care. distractions. I don't care. And nobody's looking at me. Mm-hmm. I, forget all that it's just me and you yeah no yeah that's that's awesome yeah that's awesome oh man is there anything you'd like to add you know before we before we just i think we covered it all (laughs) i think so too i think it went really well you did an awesome job thank you thank you for having me oh yeah it's fun it's good hearing your you know your side yeah i think when micah gets back we should do a tag team Yes, I think that'd be good. I think that would be good. I'd have my wife here. Yeah. And y'all yeah. too. And then, because I'm pretty sure every time, every time, there's always something to where, oh, I would have asked this. Yeah. And right. which. Have different perspectives. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she does. Like, and I'm glad she asks a lot of questions yeah. too. So that's, I think that would be that perfect. That would be cool. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that's all I got. You okay. know, and like I said, you did awesome. And I'm very honored that you, you know, you allowed me to. I'm honored you asked yeah. me. Oh, yeah. That was it was good. It's very good. Good. It, it will reach a lot of people people that have been maybe even struggling with similar stuff that you have, you know, so I hope so. But that is all that we have for tonight, but until next time we are out. Peace. What's up everyone? Thank you for watching. Go ahead and go subscribe to my YouTube channel for new content. Also go to social media and go follow me on there. And don't forget 
follow, follow, follow. Peace.